Uh, it, it varies. And I think you should allow yourself that, uh, that privilege of, of letting it happen however it happens. That's the great thing about songwriting. Songwriting is a creative process. So however it approaches you, uh, but just allow the process to take place. It's all about telling the story. Hi there, and welcome in to a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Welcome back to the National Defense. It's Randy Miller. And, uh, you know, a guy that we've tried to uh, to get here over the past couple of years because he's just, he's so perfect for this program. Uh, country superstar, Grand Ole Opry member, Craig Morgan is here. Craig, how are you? I'm good. Good to see you. And, uh, hey, congratulations on uh, being inducted into the uh, Grand Ole Opry. Thank you for your service, by the way. Uh, you served for how long in the military? Uh, almost 17 and a half years total. Eight, almost 18, actually. Uh, and now back in to try to finish that up. That That is such a fantastic story. Talk about that a little bit. So on the on the night that you were inducted into the Grand Ole Opry, you re-upped for the reserves, right? Well, uh, no, that wasn't my Opry induction. Uh, that, was, oh. I think that was an anniversary of my induction. In fact, on the 25th, I will be celebrating 15 years as a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Um, oh, that's great. But oh, we man, did, I did do my re-enlistment on the stage uh, of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, that's great. And now you were in the 101st Airborne. We started this program with a Screaming Eagle. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it was close to home. Uh, on top of the fact that, uh, you know, it's such a heritage uh, unit. So I was always honored and, and still am very proud to have been a part of that unit. There's a, there's a woman that just came out of the door behind you. There. Yep. <laughs> My wife just got up. <laughs> <laughs> morning, honey. Good morning. <laughs> well, you said you're on a you're on a tour, and you were in uh, Effingham, Illinois, last night. Correct. And how did that show go? Oh, uh, great! Sold out crowd. Um, it, it's a, this is part of my God Family Country tour. Yes. Um, so. Uh, this is, this is one of my favorite things that we do all year, uh, primarily because every one of these shows are in theaters. So it's just such an intimate setting. We don't just go up and do all the songs. We talk to the crowd. We share stories. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. I love that. We're talking to Craig Morgan here in the National Defense. And Effingham, I know Effingham because I, I, I was on a camping trip there, and I've always threatened. I think I want to go there someday and open a hamburger place and call it Effing Hamburgers. <laughs> I, I think I think it would sell millions. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about this new EP, man. This is great. It's a six-song EP. You got all your buddies on there: Luke Combs, Jelly Roll, Blake Shelton, Trace Atkins, uh, and the one with Trace Atkins, uh, a new song called "That Ain't Gonna Be Me." I just listened to that this morning. That is a that's my new favorite song. That's a great song. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, you know, that song, this whole project started with the Luke Combs. Uh, I had written that song called Raise the Bar. Right. Uh, Billy Dean and I wrote that song. And, and when we wrote Billy it, Billy Dean. Said, yeah. One of my favorite people in the world, man. Yeah, I love Billy uh, he Dean. And I wrote it and, and I said, this would be a great song for Luke. So I went in the studio and I did a work tape, uh, a really good uh, uh, demo of it. And in the process, I said, man, I want to keep this for myself, but I, would, I think it'd still be good for Luke. So I called Luke and told him what I'd done. And I said, I'm going to send it to you. If you like it, maybe we can do it together. 
And he did. He loved it. And he said, I'm on this, man. Let's do it. And that's what started this whole project. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to Luke. Uh, and my management had been trying to get me to, to re-record Redneck Yacht Club for years. And I said, no, I'm not re-recording nothing. Um, but after I, after I did this with Luke, they said, now, what if you redid Redneck Yacht Club with someone else? And, and let's do like a maybe a duet thing. So that's how it all started. And then I finished up. That whole project was done. Almost Home with Jelly Roll, International Harvester with uh, Lainey Wilson. That's what I love about Sunday with Gary Lavac. Turned into the record label, uh, mastered, and Phil O'Donnell, myself, Trent Wilman, uh, we had written this song called That Ain't Gonna Be Me, and I, I told Phil, I said, I'm going to put this on this record. Uh, I just, I think this is a big hit. So I, I recorded it, uh, and in the process of doing that, Phil said, well, you know, since this is all duets, why don't we, why don't you talk to somebody? And it only made sense that Trace, he's such a patriotic and supportive right. of our military. Yep. Uh, so I called Trace, and he said yes. And I got it done, and I sent it to the label after we had already finished. And they said, "Yes, this has got to be on the record." Oh man, <laughs> it's it's such it's such a great song, and and it's, you know, it's a perfect song for right now. You know, when when you can't tell, uh, you really can't tell about people anymore. They say one thing, they do another, and and this is just a matter of fact. Here's where my heart is. Here's how I feel, and I just man, I just love it. That's a what a great song. Well, thank you. You know, I believe that the majority, I've heard a lot of conversations and I've had a lot of questions asked about me about our military, you know, um, but I've seen nothing but, uh, but pride, strength uh, in our military. The folks that I'm running into, they, they love our country. They love our military. They're proud to serve. Um, and I think this is a song that says that. It's, it's a way of saying, we, you know, stand up for what you believe. Right. Uh, I, I believe we can do that in a way that isn't uh, slapping people in the face. I think it's important that we we stand up for what we believe in kindness and with love. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what this song does. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there's just so much judgment that goes on today, uh, whether whether it's it's uh, it's voiced out loud or not. And it's a hard thing not to do. It's a hard thing not to do. But um it's so important, especially right now. We're talking to Craig Morgan here in the National Defense, and uh, tell me, tell me what happened at the Texas State Fair, man. Oh wow, yeah. Well, um, we were there to, to do a show, and I don't know, you know, people whether they know it or not. Texas State Fair is one of the longest running, biggest fairs in the country. It's a twenty-four day long fair. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, over, I, I want to say, two million people visit wow. that fair. It's a big deal. Uh, we were 30 minutes from going on stage. I was actually on my bus. I'm embarrassed to say with the headphones on playing call of duty. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, my tour manager come running up and my wife's family were there. I had a bunch of them. Uh, that's why I had the headphones on. So I didn't have to listen to them talk. You're right. Sure. (laughs) Um, and he said, Hey, we have an active shooter. So I went off the bus and I was like, Oh, we're good. Do we have an accountability? Everything you said. Uh, Karen. Uh, I said, no, she's on the back of the bus. He said, no, she went out there to, to get some rug. And I knew exactly where she was. Your wife. We were there earlier in the day. So he and I and my drummer, we took off running out through the crowd. Now, mind you, all the crowd's running towards us trying to get out of there. And we're running back in. I uh, found my wife. Uh, we secured her, brought her back, um, put her on the bus. And by the time I did that, the law enforcement officers, the uh, Dallas Police Department had already um, 
secured the situation and everything was under control. Thank God it wasn't a, uh, wow. uh, it was just a conflict between a couple people that, uh, that went away. Um, and no more people were hurt. Thank God. You, you know, it's amazing. I, I, I mentioned that story to a number of people and, uh, None of them knew about a shooting at the Texas State Fair. And and what's sad about that is anymore, if you don't have three or four people that are dead, it doesn't get in the news. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I don't know how people didn't know about it. It was on every social media platform immediately. It absolutely blows my mind. Before mm. it makes the news, there are people posting videos. There was a gentleman that was stuck in the Ferris wheel videoing all of the people running oh, in fact, wow. when you watch that video he he follows the people uh and you he goes by the stage and you can see our buses where we were all standing around wow of course i mean if you're at the top of the ferris wheel that's not a bad spot to be at that it point. wasn't a bad space yeah yeah <laughs> we're talking to craig morgan here of the national defense and uh, you know you have uh, done so many great songs in your career, so many standouts. That's what I love about Sundays is just a, a tremendous hit. Uh, what do you close your show with? Uh, well, it, it kind of depends. We change the show up a little bit. The biggest thing is to do all as many of the hits as we can, because I know that that's what the people want to hear. Uh, but right now uh, on the God Family Country Tour, we are closing the show uh, my encore, I do two songs in my encore. Uh, one of them is That Ain't Gonna Be Me. And then we finish up with International Harvester. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, uh, so we work with the Wounded Warrior Project very closely. And there are a, a bunch of aspiring songwriters there among that, uh, that group of uh, heroes. And they submitted some questions. And most of the questions came down to what is your process when you are writing a song? Do you start with the, the tune? Do you start with the lyrics? Uh, how do you go about it, Craig? Uh, it, it varies. And I think you should allow yourself that uh, that privilege of, of letting it happen however it happens. Uh, that's the great thing about songwriting. Songwriting is a creative process. So however it approaches you, sometimes I'll have a melody in my head. But generally, I start with a hook. We call it a hook, an idea, a song title. Uh, and I will tell you, you can't be so rigid that that has to be it. Sometimes mm. we start with a title. And that just might be a line in the song, uh, and the song has a different title. Uh, but just allow the process to take place. It's all about telling a story. So um, you just tell your story. Uh, I'm very melodically driven, which means that even though I'll write the lyrics, I, I want the melody with it while I'm doing it. Mm. I have to sing it while I'm writing the lyric, while I'm gotcha. making up the lyrics. Uh, a lot of people don't. You know, Elton, Elton John, didn't. Uh, he took lyrics and put them to music. Um, I, I, I'm the guy who, when I write my lyrics, I want to play or hear the music while I'm writing the lyrics. Um, but yeah, I think mm. it, the, the important thing is just allow the creative process to take place. Don't be so rigid or stern on a, on a specific, uh, item or a song or even melody, be willing to, to manipulate it in order to tell the story that you're trying to tell. That's a great, uh, a great piece of advice. And, and, uh, I, I would imagine every song that you write, uh, it takes uh, different amounts of time. Uh, what, what's the quickest song you've ever written? Uh, I wrote uh, Something to Write Home About, my very first single on country radio with uh, Tony Ramey in about 45 minutes. Uh, we had written all day. We literally wrote <laughs> another song and we spent all day on it. I'll never forget this. And uh, we finished up and he said, well, what do you think about it? And I said, well, it ain't nothing to write home about. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's and, great. And so we sat down, and 45 minutes later, we had something to write home about. Almost that... home, I wrote with Carrie Kurt Phillips on that song. Uh, because I was working so much, I would come in, we would write a little bit. I'd be back out on the road touring. He would meet me somewhere, we'd write a little bit. And this went on, that went on for about six months. It took wow. a long time to write that song. Wow. And when you were in the military, did everybody know about, uh, about this voice and his talent? I think most of them, I think most of them had more confidence in me doing it than I did. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I actually sat down last night with a, a buddy of mine. One of he, uh, the, uh, the, the young man was one of my RTOs in Panama in 1989. Oh, oh, uh, wow. We served together. We served together at Fort Bragg as well. Uh, hey, you were in, he was talking about it. Yeah. He you were said, in Panama. I was in Panama in 1989 for the ousting of Noriega. I got to tell you, I got to tell you a great story here, Craig. This is so funny. So I, I did uh, uh, mornings on country radio around the country for many years. And uh, when 20 days after Noriega had been ousted, I got a call. I was working in Kansas City and I got a call from a, a young man who was stationed in Panama. And I said, what's the one thing you miss about home? And he said, man, I miss those White Castle hamburgers. I, I, I just, I, 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 I can't get it out of my mind. I do those White Castle hamburgers. So I call White Castle and I call Bob Dole at the time, the senator, and Ike Skelton, who is our congressman. And I said, can we take some White Castle hamburgers over to Panama? We took over 10,000 frozen White Castle hamburgers in a, uh, a C-130 <laughs> That, that that they chartered for us. It was just me and my promotions director. And we get to the airport. We, I, you know, I've never been in the military. I don't, we don't know nothing. And so we get out and uh, the guys immediately pick us up in an LAV. And the guys go, keep your heads down because we still get snipers in the jungle. <laughs> we get to the base and with these White Castle hamburgers, we, I, I mean, you would have thought we'd brought just like uh, gold. You know, I mean, these guys were so. Did, did, have you ever heard anything about that? Did you were you there then? Uh, uh, well, it depends on. I was there, you know, eighty nine and, and the first part of ninety. So if it was in that time frame, it was. I, I was. This there, was 20, but, 20 days after Noriega had been uh, had been ousted. Oh yeah, I was still in country. I was actually, if you read my book, I was at that. It sounds like about the time I did a jump up on the border. Uh, the Costa Rican border with the uh, CIA and other agencies oh, pushing wow. rebels south. Uh, we were still working while y'all were eating White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody had your eye on the ball. Well, what uh, what what is uh, uh, what's your book? I didn't know about your book. Yeah, the book is called God, Family, Country. Same title as uh, as most of my stuff now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's my story uh, about my childhood my life uh, with in the music industry and the military covers a lot of ground uh, to this oh, point. So, yeah, that's great. And, and you grew up in, uh, in Tennessee. I grew up in Knoxville. Yeah. I was born in Nashville. I'm, I'm the one, I'm the one. Country <laughs> you're, you're the, born. Right. Yeah. You're I had the, to uh, you're... And make them think I was from somewhere else to, to get a record deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That never happens. You, you never get a record deal if you're born in Nashville. No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We're talking to Craig Morgan here on the National Defense. His new uh, EP is available now. It's called Enlisted. I love I loved the, the title. It's uh, six great, uh, great songs with uh, all duets. How is it working with Jelly Roll? Oh, it's great. I love that guy. 
he's, he's so inspiring. He has such a great story. Um, yeah. Yeah. Coming from the, coming from nothing in the bottom and, and elevating his life to where he's at now. Uh, it's an inspiration. Um, it it moves me when he first Mm -hmm. told the story on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry about how almost home, um, what it meant to him and what it did for him. It Mm. absolutely moved me. And so I think it's important that we share those kind of stories. It's important that people know that no matter where you're at in your life, you know, there's opportunities to progress. And I tell people now, uh, you know, I don't care where you're at in your life, uh, personally, financially, uh, the U S army can do things for you that you might not even fathom. It, it, it changed my life. Uh, skill sets that I learned in the army, I still implement in today. Uh, and I attribute a lot of my success to things that, that I learned while serving in the army. Uh, and well, so, to, I, I, which is the opposite of a guy like Jelly Roll. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, and I, I'm so glad you said that, Craig, because right now, and you probably know this, uh, the numbers of young people that are, are, you know, wanting to sign up for the military are very low. And we tell people all the time, the, the benefits, I don't care if you serve two years, the benefits that you get from, uh, from the military, unbelievable. Oh yeah, I mean, forget about the forget about the pay, which is right. You know, it's 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 comparable. It's decent. Sure. Uh, the education that you get in life, the cultural uh, experience is unbelievable. It's unmatched under any cooper any corporation in America. Right. There's no right. occupation in the world that will afford you the education and the skill sets, communication. Uh, I don't care who you are. You may have the worst stage fright. You may not be able to talk to one. You're not a speaker. You will learn to communicate with people. Um, and, and some of the greatest leaders in the world. I mean, I'm telling you, look at some of these great general officers. Oh, when sure. they retire, uh, they go to work with some of the greatest corporations in the world because they're great communicators. Right. They're great leaders. And all of these skill sets are learned all the way down to the private level. We're going to have uh, General David Petraeus on a program here in a couple of weeks to get a new book out. And oh, you talk yes. About- you talk yes, about a guy. Well, good man. Is that right? Yes. Talk about a guy who can lead, and and I'm uh, I'm. It's so funny. I'm uh, I'm mentoring a young lady right now who's who's in the Navy for 22 years, and she's now working for the city of Virginia Beach. And I talked to her. The other day. It's it's kind of her dream job. And I talked to her the other day, and she said. Randy, I don't, you know, people, uh, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a problem. I said, what is that? She goes, well, you know, in, in a Navy, when you tell somebody to do something, it's done. And she said, that's not the way it works here. I said, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, just, it's a, it's a, a sense of, uh, a sense of appreciation, a sense of accomplishment. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a sense of accountability. And accountability, but that's why they have that sense of accountability because they learn accomplishment. Uh, you know, they, they learn appreciation. You, if you don't appreciate something, if you're not grateful, you, then you're, you're, you don't care about accountability. Right. It's true. So it, true. It's a natural progression. And in the military, uh, regardless of the branch, uh, I'm obviously favor the army, <laughs> right. but regardless of the branch, you learn that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Craig, listen, thank you so much for the time. It, it, you know, it's, it's just a, a, an honor to talk to you. Thank you for your service. We have one more thing. We always do a segment called Got Your Six. It's six rapid-fire questions for Craig Morgan. You ready? I'm terrible at these, but let's go. Last time you had a crystal hamburger? Oh, years. 
maybe 15 years. What? Yeah, I'm a I'm a health nut, man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Wait, eat bread. <laughs> are you are you saying crystals aren't healthy? I'm saying I don't eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know you got her on your tour tour and your tour bus, but last time you and your wife actually had a date night, what'd you do? Oh gosh, oh, when we have this is our date night. When she comes out here. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, she's a, never see her. <laughs> she's a lucky woman, Craig. I tell her that all the time. <laughs> Toughest job you ever had in the military? Toughest job? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, additional duty as an NBC NCO. Now, what is that? The nuclear biological chemical NCO. You're in charge oh. of all the in charge of all of those things. That's a stressful job because yeah. if, if you do something wrong, people die. I was going to say, there's no gray area there. No gray area. The mask can't leak. <laughs> right. Uh, who were you ever the most starstruck to meet? Or have you ever been starstruck? Uh, I, uh, I won't say I've, I've never been starstruck, but I was fascinated the day I met Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. Uh, I met him on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. He performed. And I, I was never like a super huge Willie Nelson fan. I always respected and sure. appreciated his impact. But I had no idea what a what a superstar human that he is until I sat there that night and watched him on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. And, and then he sat there for 10 minutes and talked to me like I was the only person on, on the wow. planet. And it just absolutely floored me. Oh, that is so cool. Uh, what's your favorite guilty pleasure? Do you have a guilty pleasure? Uh, red wine. No question. <laughs> I, gotta have a glass. I don't have to have, but I love a glass or two every yeah. night. And me too. If there's nobody to help me drink it, I'll have to drink the bottle or otherwise it'll go bad. What's your, well, yeah, exactly. You can't let a, a, a bottle of wine go bad. What, what's your favorite, uh, red wine? Uh, well, my favorite grape is the Cabernet grape. If you ask me my favorite, uh, uh, Venter, you ever had, you ever had Josh? You ever, oh, no, oh, I, I, oh, I got one for you. B.R. Cohn. Oh, yeah, I know it well. And and you just mentioned Josh. Josh is, is one of my, it's one of the good uh, uh, cheap bottles. Yes. It's, it's a yeah. really good bottle for the money. In fact, so I probably got a bottle of Josh on the bus here. <laughs> now, do you know the story of B.R. Cohn? I do, yes. That's Bruce Cohn, the Doobie Brothers manager for the last 50 yep. years? Yeah. And and by the way, uh, and I and we covered this a couple of years ago. They do a a uh, the Doobies uh, out in uh, Sonoma do a benefit concert for veterans every single year. It's just a it's an astounding thing. And yeah. they'll bring they'll bring in Cheryl Crow and Kenny Loggins, and uh, it's it's just an amazing amazing deal. I remember talking to Bruce Cohn when I was in Sonoma because it's right next to Napa, and I said, "Is the, this has got to be the best wine in Napa?" And he said, "Let me tell you something." Napa is where they make auto parts. This is Sonoma. <laughs> very serious about that. Yeah, there's uh, also oh, another place. There's an, one more valley out there that makes some of the best wine I think ever processed, and that's Santa Inez Valley. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, it's beautiful out there, too. All right, and finally, the last time that Craig Morgan was actually on an international harvester. Um, about a week ago, I have one at the house. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Craig, man, it's good, so good uh, talking to you. Uh, best of luck on the tour and the EP. Uh, and uh, just come back on anytime, man. 
Thank you very much, bud. God bless y'all. God bless you too. Thank you so much. We'll be right back here on the National Defense. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.